This is JFM Podcast. Just as it happens, we bring it to your ears. Federal Executive Council, FEC on Wednesday, approved 13 memoranda from seven ministries. Senate President has said the National Assembly will work with the Independent National the Electoral Commission. Residents in Joss and other parts of Plata State have urged the state... Current political news around you, critically analyzed and brutally discussed to keep you informed. Politics and how leaders have no, been... No, I said they should show I'm coming. I say I didn't They say don't have. They don't have. Okay, I which I know they will not show you because they don't have. There is anthropology logical incline that is conjured with a lot of religion and social classes that is causing all of this. But I will say this clearly. Politics or politicians in code takes advantage of the situation. But it is... Join Ponsak Fanap and Gilbert Joseph on Nigeria at Sunset weekdays 5 to 6 p.m. on J11.9 FM as we discuss political issues that affect our daily lives. to you and welcome to the program Nigeria at Sunset on J101.9 here in Jaws. My name is Ponsak Fanap. Uh, it's a beautiful day of August 2022. Um, Gilbert Joseph is here. Gilbert, good evening and how's it going? Greatly, Ponsak Fanap. Good evening to you. Good evening to our listener. It's been a fantastic day. A bit sunny, not so rainy. Um, that's another dimension to the month of August. Yeah, well, uh, for me, I'm so thankful for the weather today because it's very warm. Uh, the weather is is is, is warm. <laughs> that's all I have to say. Uh, and there was plenty sunshine. And you know, it's something today. you have created for. Yeah, you know, like I always say that anytime I wake up in the morning and the sun, you know, peeks through my window, I just know that, oh, it's going to be a good day. Uh, that is, I think that is... Uh, one of the blessings that I start counting, you know, uh, for the day that, you know, there's plenty of sunshine and indeed, of course, it's going to be a good day today. Well, Gilbert, what stories have you been following? Uh, Labour Party is in the news again. Um, uh, Ambassador, Chief Ambassador Yohanna Malpif has come out to say that, no, Nami get the team. <laughs> you know, it's a Nami get the team. You know, basically, uh, that's, you know, the sense that I made, you know, from uh, what, let me just read part of what he said. He said, My attention has been drawn to a purported and illegal letter flying in the show, some social media platforms suggesting that I have written withdrawn from the 2023 governorship race in Plato State under the platform of the Labour Party. The illegal letter dated 5th of August carrying Johanna Yilwan Magriff 
was fabricated by some mischief makers and disgruntled political element who disguised themselves as members of Labour Party in Plateau State to cause havoc and mislead loyal and faithful party members. It is based on the frivolous and misleading information above that I wish to set the record straight for the consumption of constituted authorities and members of the public that I, Ambassador Johanna Margif, wish to state in clear terms that I have not written any letter of withdrawal from the governorship race under the platform of the Labour Party in Plateau State. I have not in any way contemplated withdrawing from the 2023 governorship election in Plateau State and I will not withdraw from the race because I am in the contest to win the election and bequeath good governance to the people of Plateau State. It is on record that some individuals had approached me requesting that I relinquish the hard-earned ticket to them, but being the serious-minded politician that I am, I felt it would be unwise to toy with the party mandate and the people's trust, hence my stern refusal to grant their wishes. I have taken an oath in the competent in a competent court uh, in the competent court to affirm my position that I have not withdrawn from the governorship race based on the purported letter that I am not going to do it despite the pressure from certain political quarters. The forged letter is carrying Johanna Yilwan, contrary to my name, as I am known and addressed as Ambassador Johanna Margif. Based on the above facts, I wish to inform the Independent National Electoral Commission, INEC, that I have not withdrawn from the governorship race and plan to stay under the platform of the Labour Party. I remain the authentic and the only governorship candidate of uh, the party in Plateau State. On and on and on, but uh, well, uh, this is basically uh, the content that you know concerns us. You know, Gilbert, this roforofo fight. You know, <laughs> if you last year roforofo fight is like you know, Alan is throwing mud at each other, throwing poto poto. You know, if if uh, I had to say that, <laughs> quite fantastic and unfortunate at the same time. One, um, the gentleman talking about Chief Ambassador Johanna Margif is the first person and perceived legal claimant to that particular ticket in the Labour Party. You know, all unfortunate uh, events that unfolded afterwards are just the most unfortunate and sad part of politics that we're witnessing at this moment. And, you know, with all the nocturnal activities, his arrest and eventual um, release at the end of the day, were all of those events that followed. And in fact, at some point, we saw reports that he was expelled from the party. Yeah. That tells you the height at which this whole, you know, incident has got to. And for me, I think that's too bad. Negotiations are always key, especially when it comes to inter-party activities or intra-party activities this time around. And I, I don't think it will have been, you know, far away from the reality to have di- uh, dialogued with this man you know and discussed and whoever had a special interest on that ticket to find a legal and acceptable morally acceptable way of you know relinquishing that ticket by chief ambassador johanna marigif i think it's not too late for them to do this Ponsac, if the man is the actual owner of the ticket he should be let you know with it because in the end if they don't get their acts together it may end up, you know, resulting into other legal issues and legal, legal battles, you know, when the elections come. You know, when, 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 when politicians, you know, fight, I always, you know, ask myself the question. I don't know whether uh, for me it's a nonsensical question that I'm thinking or it's a shallow question, but in whose interest is the fight? Is it, do you want your party to prosper or do you want it, you know, to be about yourself, you know, uh, or uh, your interest is for the truth to prevail? Uh, for example. But for me, in this case, I, I think that if it's, you know, our own election, uh, then the party should be allowed because the claimants 
or people who are dragging you know the party in the mud uh for example they want the party to win and their names will not be on the ballot paper instead it's just the party logo even you know it's the party logo for example uh so for me it's 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 it's, it's, it's very um it's I would say it's just one kind, you know, that when political uh, uh, heavyweights, you know, fight without, you know, putting into consideration the ideologies of the party, especially how they will bequeath, you know, good governance, you know, to uh, the people that they are running to serve. You know, you know what baffles me the more? It's the characters involved. The, you know, if a little child is playing on the mud, you could understand that. But when elderly people, people with experiences now, you know, decide to get down too low. It becomes more worrisome. There are people who should supposedly know the rules of the game and be able to play according to the rules of the game. But when they limit or reduce themselves and their influences to this level, then it becomes so, so questionable. Yeah. Yeah, well, I uh, wish the party, uh, the Labour Party well, um, but I think that the people of Plato State are after good uh, uh, governance. Well, we have uh, this insert from the former PDP uh, chairman in Legon State, uh, Tunji Shele. Uh, he's saying that uh, that uh, it's too early to call for the resignation of um, uh, Yocha Ayu, you know, as the national chairman of the uh, People's Democratic Party. Stay here. You call it bad blood. I don't think it's bad blood. It's politics and everybody has the right to express himself the way he wishes. That's why it's democracy. And uh, the party is on top of the game. That's why they set up committees from either side, Elijah Bakatiku's side and Wiki's side. They are experienced politicians who can handle the matter. Uh, they are at a discussion now, and I'm sure it will be fruitful at the end of the day. Give us the rest of the week. You'll see fine results coming out of it. As a politician, he's been well exposed. He started early and he has grown to the peak of his career in politics. He can still do more. And being the president is not the ultimate in life. He has played major roles. He has helped the party. He has helped to build the party. He has helped to uh, stabilize the party. Everybody recognizes the, this. And this cannot be taken for granted. But in politics, the people you can work with are not exactly the same people I can work with. And that shouldn't cause any rift. And that's why we have internal mechanism to address issues like this. Iwike to me is a very flamboyant politician. Everybody loves him. His style is unique. Some people are quiet. He's flamboyant, unique, and he expresses himself without reservations. He's, you can always read his mind. And fortunately enough for us, the two, he belongs to these two sides of the coin, where they are trying to at least address the issues. He's a very good friend of uh, the governor of Adamawa State, Fintiri, very, very close. Fintiri is on the other side. He is there. Uh, they are there for each other. And I, I'm, I, can, I can be rest assured that things will work out perfectly well. And what is happening now is just a process. Well, glad to still here. That was uh, the former chairman of uh, PDP in Lagos State, Tunji Shela, is saying that uh, 
it's too early to call for the resignation of Yocha Ayo, you know, hoping that uh, Wiki and Atiku's come will resolve, you know, the pending issues. Gilbert Joseph is here. My name is Ponsak Fanap. Well, Gilbert is here as well. Yeah, good evening to our listener once more. Yeah, well, we have two guests. Um, well, f- they are both friends of the house. Uh, we have the chairman. Re- the- okay. <laughs> Maybe it's a prophecy, I don't know. But we have the honorable member representing Riom State Constituency, Honorable Timothy Dantong. Uh, good you. evening and thank you very much for coming, sir. Thank you very much, for, sir. It's good and to see you, nice. sir. Thank you. Congratulations after winning your primary, uh, seeking your party nomination to see, represent your party in the general election next year. I think this is the first time you've been in this uh, studio. So congratulations to you, sir. Thank you very much. Though I was here last week, not only a program. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you well, for that. Yeah. We have uh, Robert Beatrice Kaze, uh, I would say the darling voice of the plateau, if you permit me. Good evening and thank you very much for coming. Some kind words I appreciate from Sat and Gilbert and honorable colleague. Good evening, listeners. Thank you for the opportunity to be here again. Yeah, well, thank you. Uh, I'm going to start with uh, honorable uh, Timothy Dantong. There was, let's just cut to the chase yeah, before we uh, talk about uh, lots of, you know, other uh, issues. There, you organize a town hall meeting uh, with your constituents, trying to aggregate the interests of your constituents um, uh, in in Riom, especially about the Josmin uh, market. Talk to us about you know that, and uh, because there was there's, there's been this conflicting report in the media saying that uh, that people of Riom have agreed. While some are saying that no, you know, uh, there wasn't anything, you know, like that. What is the honest and true position of things? Thank you very much, Fonsak, and uh, thank you for giving me this opportunity to express myself and to uh, make very straight the position of Riom uh, constituency on the matter of uh, rebuilding the just main market. Uh, like you rightly said, uh, coming out of the resolution of the stakeholders in the state. Uh, directing all members of the State House of Assembly to organize a town hall meeting to address the issue of uh, uh, the government intention to rebuild the adjustment market. I held a town hall meeting on Monday in Rio, whereby I invited all the stakeholders from uh, of Rio from all you know sectors of life. Uh, in that gathering, were the head of service. The Commissioner of Information, the PAMSEC uh, from Riom, and all the directors and chairman, Riom local governor, other um, dignitaries, all the former whoever that has been in any position in Riom were there, and all the stakeholders uh, came up. In that town hall meeting, I took my time to allow the members of the executive council who were there, the head of service, the Commissioner of Information, to give us true light on their intention to rebuild the market and uh, for Jaya's bank to finance it. And they did, taking about two hours to educate the people and after which we went into the conversation properly. I told my people that I, I want us to be very just. I haven't received all the informations from technocrats, from people who are in government and uh, for reasons which they have given. Uh, they should come up with a solution or reasons either the market, the construction of the market should go on or not. And uh, it was very clear 
from the youth organizations, the BYM, the Attend Youth Movement, the um, uh, PYC, the Women's Wing, and all the organizations that we invited. Everyone almost speaking the same thing. That, uh, and they, which is which is what? which is that government should hold on, hold on okay. with their intention to build this market, and they gave their reasons, which were very tangible reasons. Would you like to share with us, you know, some of yeah, the communicates the I mean the information about ten, uh, fifteen, points. you know, points that which they put down. At that point, I didn't bring the repertoires myself. I uh, I suggested that we should bring them ourselves, so that. Everybody also, in it that was sitting, the people, the yes, stakeholders, the stakeholders that brought their repertoires, repertoires not even your office, not even my office. Okay, I try by all means to be very just, to be just in conducting the town hall meeting, and the points that they jotted down here were exactly the points that people brought out. The fifteen points we have here, and in fact, I, I decided not to even moderate uh, some of the points. I wanted to moderate to make it the, the, the language good, but I felt just like the way it was read out, and everybody accepted that that is our position. That's how I put them down to take as a document that I will present to the house. So, so why is it that some people? But are... my my concern has been that I I don't know if we are taking government to be a joke. The Commission of Information who was there came with a cameraman. I actually intentionally didn't want to bring any media. I expect that we will have the discussion there, take my points, and take them to the house as it should. But he came with a, a media man from PRTV, which I thought he was going to report exactly what took place there. But to my greatest surprise, PRTV are reporting as though... He is the one that organized the occasion, and I was just a guest in that place, and I was in attendance. And that the resolution of Rium people is that government should go ahead and construct the market, which is opposite. Was there, was there any opposite. form of communication between you and the commissioner before the meeting? The commissioner Probably was, may have taken advantage of that, you know. No, no, the commissioner of information, Dan Manjan, was right there in the meeting. He took his time to explain to the people his position and the position of government. And I, I remember even after the discussion, after when the people rejected this idea of rebuilding the, the Josmel market at this particular time, the commissioner told me that Ka, he is satisfied with the reasons that these people gave. And that Ka, he feels he will advise his boss that this thing should be put at hold. That was, that was his submission, even at the end. But it, to you in but person? To my surprise, yes. To, to, to me, after, after the to whole you thing. In person, yeah. And we all came out of that place rejoicing. After when the communique was read, we asked, is there anything that was added that uh, was not said here? Nobody objected it. And to my surprise, the opposite came up. Although I'm not too surprised, because even when the, we had the stakeholder meeting in the in government house, you remember what happened? They came out of that meeting when we had oh, the dignitaries in Plato, the Khan chairman, the, the, the clergymen were there, our traditional rulers were there. I think Pidan was the first to put out a statement to yes. say, no, that, that was they came up here. with a, a resolution that was not actually uh, uh, what we agreed on on that meeting. All right. So I'm well, not surprised the way they behave in this yeah, government. Let, let's come to Honorable Beatrice Kaze. I mean, you heard him. Uh, uh, what's your opinion about this uh, Jasmine Market and Jai's Bank? Because uh, in my small mind, I, I thought that maybe the executive would say, uh, the legislature, since you represent every member around Plato State, 24 of you, please, this is what government, the executive wants to do. Go and get the aggregate the interests of your people and then present it before, 
maybe I'm wrong, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, is, should this be the way that, you know, this whole thing should have uh, gone instead of, you know, this top-bottom approach instead of bottom-top approach? Again, I appreciate the opportunity to be here and particularly with my colleague, um, colleague in the sense of legislator. Of course, yeah. <laughs> and because hearing him uh, broadens my understanding of what is happening because truly, let me be honest with you, coming into this studio this evening, I've come with lots of grievances over this matter. And in the course of time, I'll make myself clear. But, you know, what agitates my mind really is that for the seven years that these people have been in government, I deliberately chose not to use the word APC because my brother here is PDP and they have been in government. I have just been asking myself, when they wanted to do Ruga, did they organize constituency community town halls when Governor Lalong was giving out his appointments, the ones he claimed restored peace, including the appointment of the transition of the chairman of Josno, when they created districts that they have failed to announce, did they stage any town hall meeting? I'm simply asking myself, in the course of the seven years, now the eighth, that we've seen Lalong running Plateau State and his government, what occasioned government to say, let's go around Plateau and hear from the people what they want before making pronouns? If that were the case, why didn't they go around first? So that Plato will suggest to them which bank they prefer. We can go for Goa. It's an equal bank. We can go for light microfinance. It's cooking. We can go for Mobile Community Bank. As long as Mobile Community Bank can give us the money, we can go for it. We can go for Highland Community Bank. What, what made them think they should put in place every written, proposed written, uh, contractual agreement with Jais or indeed any bank if at all they had the intention of reaching out to Plateau. Now, the sum total of what I've been saying so far mm. is that I hold suspect, seriously, it's very sinister that at this point in time, gauging the mood of Plateau people is crystal clear, overwhelmingly Plateau people simply do not want this Josmen Market versus Plateau State Government and Jais Bank deal. Our people don't want it. Simple. Yeah, but the question is that why do Plateau people always reject the good things that uh, Governor Lalong will bring? First, what? it was open uh, gra uh, grazing. Uh, co there was consultation in government house. Uh, at the time, uh, Honorable Danton wasn't uh, a member. Uh, then he said ranching. And then livestock, National Livestock Transformation Program. Uh, and right now, this. Why are Plato people, is it that they hate the policy of Governor Lalong or they don't want him to have any legacy? Let me, uh, let me, let me rely on what Governor Lalong himself says. Having been given the privilege, rare privilege, to govern Plato State, to emerge as the leader of government on the Plato. And then Governor Lalong goes to international media 
and announces, I can die for Buhari. But then he's not prepared to die for Plato. Well, how, how do you expect Plato for Christ's sake? I mean, think fear for Plato people. Maybe, if we... Maybe all of is the spur of the moment. I'm, 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 if it is the spur of the moment, no matter what has happened, he has taken an oath to do justice to all manner of people without showing any form of bias and to be faithful to the constitution of this country. And then he doesn't announce his preparedness to die for the constitution he took an oath for. He's prepared to die for somebody who will die anyway. Every human dies. Whether he dies for Buhari or not, Buhari Lalong and any other person, any other human, our cycle will explain one thing. It's so ridiculous. It's so disencouraging. It's, it's so mean, honestly. I honestly, when I sit and recogitate over the things we have seen on the plateau, I mean, it's terrible. It, nobody, uh, uh, the likes of Babalar, the likes of JJ Kadia, the likes of all the Daddy Bizang and all our forerunners, our forefathers, they would be happy to have died before this day. This is on plateau. This does not represent what we are. And government seems to be hellbent. This is what I see in the current uh, Jais thing. Government seems to be hellbent on carrying hook or crook, what Honorable Danton has said here is exactly what happened in justice. By the way... Oh, okay. It even happened in justice? Yes. This is why I say I'm coming here with lots of grievances. Okay. You recall that justice, as we are right now, doesn't have a member sitting on the floor on our account. Yes, Following all the, the controversies mm. that uh, happened between our member and the House of Assembly. And then they went and organized something and who chaired it? The APC chairman just is. Uh -huh. uh, well, he doesn't have the mandate of the people. He doesn't have the mandate yeah. of the people. Well, let, let me come to our uh, Would you like to respond, you know, some of, why yeah. is it that any development thing, you know, uh, as proposed by Governor Lalong, Plateau people will always, you know, kick against it. Is hey. it that, that Plateau... Ponsan, before before yeah. he answers, please, Ponsan, yeah. I disagree that you yeah. use the word developmental thing. That's your opinion. In democracy, listen, Ponsan, no matter what you bring to the people, no matter no matter how excellent, no matter how developmental, yeah. to the extent that the majority says no, under democracy, even when the majority is wrong in democratic terms, it is right. All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I actually would also want to disagree that uh, Plateau people are rejecting any development that uh, Lalong is bringing on ground. I want to assure you that the National Livestock Transformation Bill livestock transformation bill that the plateau set of assembly passed second reading and it uh, went to public hearing was not rejected at some point we actually felt it was bad but when some of us the members studied it and see the need to let to pass this bill we agreed we passed it second reading it went to public hearing and after the public hearing, the Maiti Allah in Plateau State, is it Maiti Allah or whatever? Yeah, Magban. Yeah. Group, yes. They met a press release 
Yeah, I was there. And from that press release, I've been asking since that day up to now, nobody's talking about that bill again in the state house assembly. Because some group of people threatened to say if that bill is passed, there will be trouble in Plateau. And you can imagine that the issue of building, rebuilding just men market, that Plateau people are saying, no, stop. They are going, trying to seek all the crooked ways to ensure they, they construct it. When just a group went and made a press release about this bill, Livestock Transformation Bill, that was a, they felt it was a very good program for Plateau State, and Plateau said we're going to get a lot grant for, for it. But because they made a press release, that stops. And let me tell you, that's, those are some of the issues that people, it, it will make you feel as if Plateau people are rejecting this program. When we are bringing programs not for the interest of the people, but because you want to address some interests that will also address your political uh, interests, you are bringing it to load it on the people, it's not right. You think that this not whole right. deal what's, is so what's the fear of you know the people? Because previously, when you were speaking, you know, you made mention of the fact that they said it should be put on hold. Let's assume it's a separate bank, like you know, Honorable Beatrice Kaze made mention of probably Light Macro Finance Bank or some other bank. Will the people's fears be allayed and then eventually accept you this know, particular move? To me, on my opinion, it's not the issue of whichever bank that is constructing that uh, market that is my concern for now. For now, the environment where that uh, market is to be constructed is not suitable. Because if we are to address the urban renewal, for instance, and then you are putting a market there where residentials has cropped into the uh, position of the market, then it's not right. Do your people share this, you know, sentiment? Of course, it's, they're part of the, 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 the issues that they address. They said the market is not, it's not going to be suitable in that particular area. There are a lot of places. Like if you take this market to Maraban Jamaa, for instance, where we have enough land, we have uh, space there, it, there won't be any holdup or any uh, trouble or to any part of uh, Basa where you, you feel it's more conducive. It will be better better for us. And then if we insist that it has to be there, then there are certain issues that must be addressed. There has to be enough, you know, uh, gap between residential buildings and the market itself to avoid the trouble that happened last time. Because you know that it's the, the infiltration of the market that made it very easy for the market to be bombed the other time. So why don't we address the issues first before we think of building the market? Why are we in a hurry now to say that market must be built now, now that I'm, I'm exiting my, uh, my, uh, my, my seat of uh, governance? Honorable, we have a scenario here where, you know, the resolutions you came up with was different from what, like you said, people carried out there. In the end, if the executive insists on going on with this project, in what way can the legislature come in? Anyway, who have us say? But just like you know it, if we are not the majority and the majority agrees, then it's left for them. But we know that the majority in this matter, in this matter, the majority of Plateau people are not in agreement. So if this government is a sensitive government, it will go with the majority of Plateau people and not to maneuver some uh, legislators that will feel because of the party reasons or things like that. I have interacted with my, my, my colleagues in the APC, and they all... I'm not ready, but you know how the, the government operates. There are a lot of actions that they take as legislators that are not actually uh, what they desire. But because they are of their party and because of their governor who is in their party and things like that, and they take such decisions just even if it hurts the people. 
Yeah, well, let me come to Honorable uh, Beatrice Kazet. Yes. Will you fault the administration skills of Governor Lalong because he seems, you know, not to be in sync with the people and uh, he's secured the vote of Plato people, majority of which, uh, and that made him governor. Uh, will you say that he has deviated or his attention has been shifted to something else or uh, maybe he doesn't want to pay more attention to the yearnings and needs of Plato people? Properly put... I would not really say Governor Lalong skewed the votes of Plateau people as such. I had made the point that PDP did not lose because it had an unpopular candidate. Neither did the APC win because it had a popular candidate. It was simply something went wrong. And out of anger, Plateau took the decision they took. It's not as if Lalong had policies or any, any governmental proposals that outdid that of the PDP and therefore won the confidence of the people is simply a disenchanted plateau that took that the APC took advantage of and threw along into government. That's my position. That having, having said so, to my mind, and Governor Lalon has shown it, that he was not prepared to be governor to be leader, but he was prepared to take advantage of Plato and play politics with it the way he likes. And therefore... But you need to ex you need to expatiate. Yes. You need to explain more. Why would you say that uh, he just took advantage of Plato, you know, uh, for his political self-serving? He has shown it. And would Every... it be fair for the chairman of the Northern Governors Forum? You know, yeah. then this is exactly why they made him chairman of Northern Governors Forum. For somebody who would not die for his people, but would die for an individual, what do you think? I mean, for somebody who has consistently, why is Governor Lalong consistently engaged against the interests of the people of Plateau? Why has Governor Lalong had cause to write an apology if he was in sync with the mood? with the ideals, with the issues that are plateau, if he was in sync with the people, what would lead to a sitting governor? What will force a sitting governor to retract, to eat his word, and apologize, but only in words, not in deed? Because if they told you something is wrong, mm. and you apologize for it, and you still hold, it's like you stole something. And you say, oh, sorry, 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 I stole, I'm sorry. The proper thing to do is to say sorry and return the stolen property. We simply don't want it. What kind of government is this that simply does not gauge the mood of its people, does not understand the feeling of its people? Government is not, democratic government is not about what the leader wants. It is about what the people want. That is why sometimes, even if you have a good policy, a well-intended policy, like the subsidy of 2012, if the people do not understand it, you must hold on. You must, I know, when, while we were serving the House of Reps, during the subsidy debate, we had reason to, to summon a sitting of the House on Sunday. I think that was the only time it ever happened to the best of my memory in the National Assembly. And after, 
after considering all the issues, truly subsidy made economic sense. And uh, one of the earliest interviews I granted when I became member of the National Assembly was to say, subsidy is a necessary evil. This is as far back as 20,000. And I still have the copy of that interview. Well, but if the people reacted sharply, no matter how well intending, you will not proceed with it because of the economic pluses of the program. But because the people have rejected, you will have to stay put that program. Honorable, and, don't and you think as a leader, there comes a time when you have to take tougher decisions, even if it means, you know, the, uh, hurting the people, supposedly here, considering that it's your legacy in the end that would speak for you? It's not just legacy that speaks for you. Yeah. Under democracy, the people are your employers. Of course. Therefore, you must listen. It's not a matter of choice. Yeah. It's what is the oath you took that you will listen, you will concede, you will. It's the people's opinion that matter, and that is why in politics, they they do all manner of things. To the, what they do is to fight over the minds of the people. Once the people think this way or that way, no matter how good or bad, you dare not go against the tide. And when you ask Honorable uh, Danton what they will do, I will plead with him on behalf of many other publicans on the plateau that the House of Assembly needs to come together. Our constitution is that the executive, the judicial, and the legislative arm of government stand independently, even though they synergize. Mm. But this, the moment, calls for Plateau State House of Assembly to approach the Supreme Court on behalf of Plateau people to interpret the laws, whether it is proper for the governor to go head hoc alone on a wild goose chase alone without the wishes and support of our constituted House of Assembly. Yeah. When, because, listen, if it continues, this thing can manifest to disrupting the well-being of Plateau State. Uh, let, that, that, that's just it. Let, that's let, the way I see yeah, it. Let me come to Honorable uh, Timothy uh, Dandong. Yeah. Uh, it was Plateau Project that brought uh, Governor Simon Bacola along in 2015. Uh, so pl yeah, Plato people, you know, came back, came to say that no, you know, uh, we don't want this, this, and you know, Governor Lalong, uh, you know, we're giving you this trust. Do you, as a lawmaker, do you think that he has abused, you know, that uh, privilege, or uh, he's just, you know, trying hard to see that uh, he leaves something lasting so that uh, posterity will be fair to him in judgment? Anyway, Ponsard, uh, I think I would. Uh not be able to answer well because I know among the people that gave him those trust, so I don't know no, what actually they put uh, yeah, in place I mean, for him. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean the majority. But just like uh, my elder brother and the elder colleague here have said, that he actually came unprepared, and uh, no one need to be told that he actually came unprepared, no with, with no readiness to to govern. And we could see, we could see even the the, the recent events that he is at the dying minute that he is trying to put to keep a legacy for seven years you have not done anything I, I to be remembered for i thought that was a legacy project legacy where is it who is using it you is are, it the ones that they demolish our schools and up till now they they, they are still on, on that position we have not seen anyone and you know it you know it that we've not seen any any project that along we point to it and say this is my project i have done 
in, in Plato State. And that is why he's rushing at this dying minute. And he's, he's mortgaging the future of our, of our children. Just trying to score a name to say he has done this. Even the overhead bridge, I have said it here many times, the loan that was collected to, to, to construct that overhead bridge, British American. British American Bridge, you know, is to, the payment will start in two years to come. And then he's trying to do it now, to, now? To, uh, to, 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 to have a name that he has built an overhead bridge. When he had the opportunity all this while for seven years, Governor Wiki of Rivers is constructing the 12th overhead bridge. And when he was commissioning the 6th, he told, he said on air, he, he called the commissioner of um, the, the Minister of Works and told his people that they should thank the Minister of Works because all the five overhead bridges that he has commissioned, the federal government has compensated him for all of them. And as they, they reimbursed him, he go ahead and construct another one. They reimbursed, he construct another one. When they reimbursed Governor Lalong of the flyover in Secretary Junction that Jang built, what did he do with the money? I, th I think it's twenty-two billion. Twenty-two billion. Twenty-two billion. Yeah. And then you are collecting a loan of eighteen billion, just to use nine billion to build a, a, an overhead bridge. Well, let's open. Let's 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 open the conversation in case you're just tuning in. My name is Ponsak Fanab, of course. Uh, uh, Gilbert is here as well. Uh, we have Honorable Timothy Dantong, member representing Rium State Constituency. We have Honorable Beatrice Kaze, uh, two-time member representing uh, uh, just South, just East. Represented. Federal. Represented. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> represented. Thank you. Uh, represented. He represented just South, just East Federal Constituency uh, in the National Assembly. Uh, House of Representatives, that is. You can join the conversation. We'd love to hear from you. 908-984-8848. Or you call 90 Gilbert will give you the Facebook address. www.facebook.ng And on Twitter, we're live on Twitter at JFMJOS. Before you call, you have to turn down the volume of your radio. Hello. Got too late. Sorry about that. Hello. Good evening. Hello. Thank you for calling. Uh, tell us your name and make your comment. My name is Joshua Bot from Holshi. Well, listening, Joshua. Thanks for calling. And uh, I appreciate this subject matter on the issue of Plateau State Government and the Chinese Bank MOU. To be kind, this issue of this MOU has been overheated. And Plateau people are hot with this decision of the government. And I wish the Plateau State Government should reason. For instance, I have my house and it got burned. How on earth would I give someone to rebuild that house for me? To stay in that house for 40 years before returning the house back to me. I feel this is uncalled for. Plateau people reject this policy in totality. That's my contribution. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Hello. Good evening, Bozak. Thank you for calling. Join the conversation. Tell us your name, please. Thank you. I'm Musa Ike Kalu calling you from uh, Boji Park. Well, listening. Thanks for calling, sir. You see, I have it in mind, and I believe on myself. The governor doesn't want to execute, execute, execute uh, do this, execute uh, this market. That is what I have in my mind. If not so, all these issues would have not arrived. What 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 concerns market with the religious leaders? KNN Khan and all these things. When he was about to build the overhead bridge, the, 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 the opposition were saying he will not do it and that. 
you did you consult with any damn meeting? Why is he being in future now? When you about to build the Angbarogo road here, did you call any damn meeting? I have it in mind that the government, the government, governor don't want to do this. And I'm, I, I'm anybody in the studio, they'll put anybody and tax him. Go to Taiwan. 60 to 50 percent of those working there are Christians. Please, I'm texting you. Go and tell them to do it, to resign as, as Christians working in a, in a, in a, in a Islamic environment. If they will listen to you. Do you have any job to give them? We should face reality. The governor should take it up on his own and do what is right and forget all the about this issue. When it's time of Corona, when governor decided to lock me and you inside and, and refuse to give us food, don't you go for, 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 for that town hall meeting? Who are you? The government don't want to do it. Who are you doing this cover damage noise? Sorry, my brother. Thank you, thank you. Thanks for calling. Hello. Hello, good evening, Francis. Th- yeah, thank you uh, for calling. Good evening, your guest. Th- thank you for calling. Um, Enjoy the conversation. Um, I don't, I'm a radio mama. I don't know. Calling from Rancher. Well, I want to say something here. That I'm not from Plastic, but I'm more like from Plastic. But I've lived here for over three decades. And the last time I called on this issue, even on your own platform and any other platform I called, I said, number one, that the local government is contentious, if you understand what I'm trying to say, you know? Then that is the one has to be careful what you want to put there. Again, just like what your guest said, if you remember, confess and give us. The day I called in, I said exactly what one of your guests said. I said that place, again, if you was talking about it being an international market, it has been overtaken by events. There's so many, it's congested, it cannot work, it's not feasible again. And if you say you're going to see some footing in there, and then you start uh, demolishing houses. It will cause more problems. I have been there for more than three decades. I know what I'm talking about. It's better to move it to uh, somewhere else. Then the issue of uh, even if uh, you wanted to use a Jai's bank, and then the people of the plateau, people are saying no, they don't want it. What has been happening, you know, and all that, you know, you won't blame anybody to think otherwise. Now I heard that even your your, your station, your the JFM announced it. That uh, people in diaspora, you know, uh, two people in diaspora, something like that, that they have offered to build it. Even another another media uh, announced it again, you know, on, on TV or so, something like that. You know, because they, you know, it has been a, a very hot topic. Even uh, one of them have talked about it on the. Hello. that. Why can't they put that in on hold? Put it on hold. Let, let us have peace on the plateau. God bless you. That's what you have on this country. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Gilbert will take us uh, through Facebook. On Facebook, Ajang Agnes says, Good evening, Ponsak and Gilbert. I'm seriously, anxiously waiting for the update about the issue of Jais Bank and Plateau State, which we, the Platonians, are not in support of anything like that. Dimas Bala says, From all indications, Plateau people don't want Terminus Market to be rebuilt by Jais Bank. Forcing it on them will not be good. If democracy is the government of the people for the people and by the people, then I see no reason why Plateau State Government wants to force this project that has a lot of controversies and interests. Godwin Sule says, Good evening, Jay. Let's talk... Okay, this is Nigeria Sunset with Ponsai Fanap and Gilbert Joseph. Yes, now our military are ready to deal with bandits and Boko Haram. I support them, our military, but there has to be a network between the agencies. Izang Atsi says, good evening, Sunset. We in Just East don't have member in the State House of Assembly. But I, Izang Atsi, personally don't support the rebuilding of the market by Jais Bank. Let's, it's, okay, I don't get, okay. 
I think he's greeting on Beatrice Kazeo. So, Principal Joseph Mailumo says, since democracy is about the people, I see no reason why the state governments are insisting on signing the MOU with Jairus Bank, despite the rejection by the majority of Plateau indigents. I urge the government to channel their energy towards the completion of abundant projects like the Zaria Road Stadium, which will go a long way in boosting the state's IGR. Felkuka Factors Gowan says, nothing like Jairus Bank in Plateau. We don't agree in Pangshin North. We can't. <laughs> we can't. Okay, Mohammed Sani Bala says, those against rebuilding of the market by Jairus Bank should please tell their brothers and sisters that are not Muslim and are working in the bank to resign because it's an Islamic bank. That's a trick, no? Said Ibrahim says, good evening, Ponsak, Joseph, and the guests. I think the issue concerning this rebuilding of men market is a welcome idea, though it is political. I mean, politics, <coughs> because this administration has spent their first tenure with nothing to show. Christopher Davu says, good evening, my favorite OAPs. Honestly, I don't know what this government sees in insisting on the market project with Jai's Bank to go ahead. The project was not given since. Since it is now that they are leaving the office, they want to do it. Steve Tongpam Zulong says, good evening, Ponsal Gilbert and the two guests in the studio. I am surprised with two reports coming from your local government area. Let our leaders know that God is watching all that we are doing, both our actions and inactions. We shall stand before God in the day of judgment and give account of stewardship before God. I call on the government to hear the voice of its people on the issue of rebuilding the just men market. Brooke Land says, The problem is not Jai's bank financing the project, but 40 years and 60 to 40 percent mentioned in the agreement is what has brought this Lalong and Jai's bank agreement to be rejected by majority of the people forget party for this matter it is the stance of the people ambassador joachim j dung says this is politics um okay Ponsak. yeah well if we continue i mean we'll get uh, we'll run out of time let me just uh, run through some uh, uh tweets ati alibidi saying as the population of plateau grows i don't think that market is necessary satellite markets can be set in a decentralized fashion. My prayer is for the lawmakers to do these consultations and report back truthfully. Uh, let vo- the voice of uh, Plato people be heard on this uh, matter. Nosinyaku Gomjohn is saying, the people have spoken. The government of Plato state should know better than the state is a religious sensitive state. Mm-hmm. Of all banks, why Jai's bank? We know greed, you say. Um... Just crypto soldier is saying we don't trust Lalong again. What if this is another he wants to die for Buhari? Well, gentlemen, please go ahead and uh, respond to uh, the comment. One one minute each. Yeah, uh, so if I have to respond first, I think um, I would want to advise in line with uh, most of the contributions that have been given that no matter how good the intention of government is to rebuild this market, they should listen to the people and especially since the governor organizes town hall meeting where the stakeholders of plateau the majority of them ask him to hold on to put at hold this issue of just men market i think it's good it's not as if we do not want development or uh, a project like that will bring that will increase our internal generated revenue but the time and the sensitivity of uh, the bank that are building this market is what is the matter now with time, people may get to have the understanding and, uh, and agree to it. But tell me, the governor said himself that day that uh, other 
financial institutions have come, or maybe other organizations like uh, even the ShopRite came. But at the end of the day, ShopRite says, no, they should change the location of the market because that place is not suitable. If you, they are committing their money and then they are seeing a risk involved, it will not be palatable for them. You know? But why are Jai's Bank comfortable even with the risk in that location? Why are they comfortable? So, them, such it's, such it's, things are also making us feel are they, do they own the, the minds of the destroyers? Do they have control over the destroyers of the market that they can sink in their money to invest in the market even when they understand that that that's location a tough, is risky? That's a tough call on everybody. That is it. So yeah. I'm, I'm saying this so that government should understand the reasons why people are saying no to this. All right. Well, there are a lot of sensitive issues. Thank you very much, Honorable uh, Timothy Dantong. Uh, well, Honorable Beatrice Kaze. You heard from the people of Just East themselves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what I, I am a bit consoled hearing from what my honorable colleague said from Rio. So it's a double trick all round. But the people, clearly, even from the calls, the people simply do not want it. And listening to one of the callers, you are already threatening. Workers who are Christians in Jai's Bank. And yet Jai's Bank is supposed to be a candidate for the rebuilding of the just main market, a public property. And there was no competitive bidding. There was no kind of competition at all among the banks. And then already, even while people are querying, there's already threat. If you don't want it, leave. There's a bank that has not yet even secured the contract. And there's already a threat. Can you see what I mean by these issues? If government forces it down the throat of the people, can manifest, can disrupt the well-being of the people of Plateau State. And possibly before I leave this studio, mm-hmm. I take the privilege of having sat with a serving member of the State Assembly to plead with them that the legislative arm of government cannot appear to be helpless. They are very powerful. If that house of... I've worked in the National Assembly before. Mm -hmm. If you can find 20 out of the 360 members of the House of Reps who do not want a government policy and they mean it, there's nothing they can do. Yeah. So if, if in a state house of assembly that is not quite... It's just a little bit of up above 20. 24. If we can have 10 members that are committed to the interest, of, because nothing happens in government without budgetary approvals. There's no way government can borrow 18 billion, quoting him, without the blessing of the house. If not all, some are involved even in the house. Thank you. I, I, I've been in this game and I understand. How, so I will right. plead there's something they can do. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, uh, gentlemen. Gilbert, you find Yeah, it? we lost a, an honorable colleague in Duro Nabule. You remember him, that columnist on, this, uh, on the Sun newspapers. He died at 83 today, former spokesperson of IBB. Yeah. I think that's a tough one mm-hmm. for us in the profession. May so rest in peace. Yeah, well, and a happy birthday to Ferdinand Mboum. And Governor Oji as well, Engineer Oji. Happy yeah. birthday to you both. Well, thank you very much, gentlemen. This is the much we take on the show. The news to come your way top of the hour, 6 o'clock. Have a good evening. Bye now. Thank you.
you for listening to JFM Podcast. Podcast.